Welcome to the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of Brian, your host, and his guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested. So please, consume at your own risk. Now, here's Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome back to the show, and happy Halloween to all of you dark, death-loving people. Today, in light of the passing of Friends superstar Matthew Perry and all the recent and not-so-recent celebrity passings, my guest is Carrie Snowden. He has been writing some of the most creative and heartfelt celebrity obituaries I've ever seen. So jump on in for a stroll into the macabre, the funny, the witty, and sometimes a little heartbreak as we talk about his connection to the famously departed. I want to keep it. No, it's awesome that you do that. It's because otherwise you just get it from the news, but the way you do it, it's almost like you have a vested interest in that that person like you're like you're a fan of them specifically and so anyway you know in most so, cases that's kind of true and in, in in some cases if you've been watching i i kind of don't like that person for some reason but you know back when this started it it's i don't know how long i've been doing it actually i was i was kind of scrolling through facebook to see if i could find when i made that first post um but it's been a long time it's been over 10 years that I've been kind of posting those and it just sort of started I I forget who the first person was that I posted I was going to go back and actually try to look it up I don't know if I can go back that far in my history but uh, you know it kind of started with someone I knew someone I had uh, I was following and and you know you're right I I do kind of pick the ones that uh, people that have had an influence on my life right so and sometimes for good, sometimes for bad, but uh, it kind of derived, you know, back in the day, Elvis Presley would finish up his show and they'd always say, you know, folks, folks, go home. Elvis has left the building. And uh, I always thought that was kind of a funny way to say that, right? Actually, by the way, I, <laughs> we go out to Hawaii and I've got a you know, there's always a little sign on somebody's door that says, Mahalo, thank you. Yes. Mahalo for taking your shoes off. And I was at the uh, the flea market out there once, and I've got it posted up here. It says, Mahalo for removing your shoes off. And so, you know, sort of a double negative in there or something. Yeah. And anyway, it kind of kind of doesn't make sense the way it's written. But I've always thought about that when you hear them say Elvis has left the building it's kind of this weird past tense phrasing and uh so I decided that I would kind of throw that first obituary up like that and you know for some reason it just sort of caught on and as as I kind of people would would ping me privately they'd send me text messages and say hey did you hear that so-and-so has died and and then after a while it became, hey, did you hear that so and so has left the building? So kind of kind of stuck and took off from there. But uh, yeah, that's been a lot of fun, and it's it's actually grown. 
to be something that people kind of recognize me for. And I, I never intended that. Um, but the other interesting thing too, is now I hear when everybody dies and I hear it pretty quick. As soon as someone hears, I, I usually get five or six text messages right off the bat. And that's, <laughs> I try to try to jump online and beat the story as much as I can. So and, you've uh, got your little minions out there doing your work for you. I, I do. I, I wouldn't call them like that, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, friends and family that, that know that I will post something for them if they, if they give me the scoop on somebody dying. So, you know, it's always, sometimes it's a shock. Sometimes I have to sit back and kind of, uh, you know, think about it for a minute. How did this, how did this person influence my life or, or do I care? Sometimes, sometimes I get a note and I, I don't write anything about them because I, I don't know them or I didn't follow them. So I would say, you know, most of the ones that I posted are people that actually had some kind of influence on me. And that's why I like to put together just a little, little small story about them on my timeline is because uh, there's a lot of people out there that I've listened to or that had some kind of influence on me that I learned from that uh, that I want to share a quick story about. So you're like the obituary whisperer. <laughs> Again, I never intended it to take off like that, but which is uh, why I think had you intended it, it may not have been as successful. I mean, I mean success in the, I don't know how we just define success, but I know that it's influenced me just watching those and just, You've always, I think you've always been very articulate from when we were back in the the business networking groups, you know, yeah. 15 years ago, you're always very articulate. So you've just, I think, carried it over, but you're, they're, you're so well-written and I've always noticed that. And you, you really do a, a phenomenal job with these. It's not just, yeah, Bob died down at the gas station and uh, well, his <laughs> family's taking his truck. Yeah. You know, again, some of these people have had some influence on me. So I, I try to take a moment to write. You, you'd be surprised too. Sometimes I'll get a note and I, I have to kind of reveal my brothers actually, he, he listens to radio a lot while he's working. So he hears some of these, this news like right off the bat and he'll shoot me a note really quick. And, and I might be in a weird spot too. So I've written a handful of these, you know, with my thumbs on my, on my phone and, uh, and try to, try to get a little research in there's there's another part of the story is that i've had a few kind of gotchas where somebody has has seen you know these things float around the internet all the time about celebrities dying when they really haven't and they'll shoot me a note and say oh you know i, I actually just saw one sean connery sean connery is one that got me and but it got me late i had already written a, a left a sean connery has left the building and about a year later, someone wrote me a note again and said, Sean Connery died. And I panicked. I was in a hurry, wrote something up and posted it. And then everybody starts piling on and saying, hey, that was a while ago. <laughs> you know? oh. So uh, I've gotten in the habit of doing a little more research now before I kind of do a quick panic and post something up. I, people have kind of come to rely on my on my stories to be at least a little bit accurate. So well, you could you could maybe take the same you know angle as the weatherman. <laughs> These ones are right; they're close. Yeah, it, it was right if you spin it back a year, or maybe that person. I have written a few that, and this has only happened three or four times, but uh, 
seems there were a couple of, that I posted and wrote some, you know, big gushing. Oh, I love that person only to find that they hadn't yet died. <laughs> so we <laughs> kind of feel bad for people who may have read that and maybe were related to those people or something, but. Or maybe you go back to into history and you can pull up, you know, like horrible people and you're like, yeah, we're glad they left the building. Well, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I've said that a couple of times about people that I just didn't like. It seems like, um, you know, I can't remember everybody that I've put together here, but it seems like I wrote one up on Jeffrey Dahmer at one point, um, you know, and kind of a an awful story, a horrible person that no one likes. But at the same time, you know, as I kind of decide who I'm going to write it up, I think, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer had influence on all of us who have kind of experienced that whole news story and then all the way up into his his dying it was yeah you kind of look back and go man that was that was quite an experience for all of us so and yeah especially in light of the fact that that film just came out last year or this year i think it was just this year right yeah i uh by the way i haven't watched it i i'm an avid uh uh murder murder podcast listener so I've heard that story in detail a couple of times. And when that show came out, I talked to a few friends of mine. They said, wow, they did a great job, made it really accurate. It was right on. And I just kind of sat back and thought, I don't think I can take that story again right now. I need a break. <laughs> yeah, it was a fascinating, fascinating film. And again, you can make a movie say anything you want, but if it was accurate, he was evil, but he was so aware of his evil and knew that it was a problem, but he was just so addicted to it. And he yeah. really felt bad for his father. The Absolutely. Dad just, I, poor dad. I always turn to the families of all of these kind of serial killers and think, man, they, they just never intended that to happen. And as a, as a parent, you think, oh, how, you know, heaven forbid one of my children were, went wrong like that. And, Thankfully, it doesn't look like they ever will, by the way, for the record. Yeah, for now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I saw, and I know we're getting off topic here, but that's okay. That's what the show's about. Tangents. Somebody said that you like you're, there's like 400 different genetic type things that your kids come into the world with. So for if our kids are horrible or they're very successful, we want to take credit for that. Like- I'm like, no, they're a product of your entire genealogical line. So you shouldn't, couldn't, can't take credit for things they do or say or how they turn out, you know, not necessarily in parenting styles, but just they made they just come a certain way. Yeah, there there is a lot of complexity to that. And and uh, you know, maybe to bring it back to to these little snippets that I write up too, they're that's something that I always kind of, that I've kind of learned from myself as I put these together. Right. So a lot of these people are people I would never write about just in, in the course of a casual day, but it's just, just kind of become a thing that friends and family expect of me. So it's always a, a moment of reflection, by the way, to kind of ponder, all right, how did this person influence me? What did they do? And maybe how did they get there? And uh, what does that mean for anybody right now now that they're they're gone they've left the building so what does that mean for us are we upset about it 
Do we wish they were still around for some reason? Uh, Prince would be a good example of that. Prince was a tough one for me because I, I, uh, I was a big fan, really liked the guy. I thought there was a lot more to him than, than him ending at that time. You know, he was pretty young relatively. And, and I kind of go back even, I don't remember if I wrote Michael Jackson up or not, but I'm thinking of him for a second right now too. And just how young they were and how they were kind of both at a turning point where, man, we could have got some really great things out of them if they had survived that moment for somehow. Uh, so kind of touching. And some of them are kind of hard to get through. I kind of have to sit back and, you know, dry my eyes, allergies getting to me a little bit and think, oh, kind of kind of really bummed this person's gone. And uh, like I mentioned before, though, some of them, you kind of go, oh, not too upset that that person's gone, <laughs> which is maybe not the way we should always remember people, but sometimes you just got to be honest about how you, well, how you yeah. think of and that. Yeah, we're so polite sometimes. And it's like, no, he was an absolute dick and was mean to people. And not that he deserves death, but sure, the natural course of things. Like, mm -hmm. You know, I have some family that when they passed, I was just like, mm, he was mean to me all the time <laughs> and yeah and uh i didn't no no tears shed i totally get that and yeah as i as i kind of think through some of these people you know you kind of go it it builds a lot of self-reflection reflection to me because you start to think kind of kind of our our pre-discussion you know a little bit earlier when we were just kind of reconnecting but is uh what am i doing with my life and uh maybe thinking about what my what my what will say or it might be someday too i think that would be a good just a random like have a party write your own like invite people over <laughs> and write your obituary you could you you could make a game of it actually you could sit everybody around a table and uh and maybe maybe have everyone write a line so everybody writes their name on the paper and you pass it to the next person, you got all friends or family in the room and everybody writes the next line of the obituary. And uh, maybe you fold them up and go home and read it later and see what everybody thinks. Well, it could be like, you know, the whose line it is, is it anyway? You could say whose obituary is it anyway? Make a game out of it, like literally a, an actual board game. That there you go. And, and then and you go around the table and then now, now you have to read them and decide who around the table that actually means. Yeah, like okay, yeah, that could be good. I think we're onto something. I think you're onto something. That's that, so. Of all these, yeah, that could be a fun one. The, the ten plus years you've probably been doing this or more. Is there one that that stands out that you know touched you the most, or some? And I know they're Hollywood stars usually, and so we just like yeah, we we they influence us, but we don't know them. Yeah, you know, there's a few. So I'm just kind of. Just kind of wandering through some of my notes here, you know, um, you know, I'll, none of them really, maybe Prince kind of stands out a little bit to me. We just talked about Prince and, you know, I, I remember that's one that was a little more of a, a, you know, mind bender for me. I'm a big Steve Jobs fan. And uh, I, 
you know, to be honest, I really don't get that emotional when people die. Um, I've just come to accept it as part of how the world works. And, um, but, you know, the Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs passing really kind of affected me. I just, again, he was so young. I was a little bit angry at him for making the decision that he did. I don't know if you know that story very well, but uh, Steve actually knew that he had some health problems and it's not that he ignored them. It's more that he chose not to treat them because he had some concerns about invasing, invading his own body. You know, he didn't want to be cut. He didn't want to go in. And had he done that when he discovered the problem, uh, he probably would be alive today. And I think he grew to regret that moment and uh and as a big fan too i kind of i had watched his path through his life and by the way steve jobs was a major jerk really uh, that's what i hear really yeah, a jerk lead asshole but right really. he, he really was and i i have some kind of firsthand accounts of that too um working in the high-tech industry we actually had steve jobs come to one of our events and speak and uh he said some pretty nasty things to a very close friend of mine. And uh, I just, you know, it kind of makes you go, ah, it's kind of the the idea that maybe you don't want to meet your heroes, right? You, yeah, they're just falling off his pedestal. Yeah, a little bit. And a little bit frustrating for me. But still, you know, I do admire the work that he did. And I admire his work ethic and and how he kind of focused in. And so with all of that, you know, kind of his death was one that was a little more troubling to me just because he had influenced my life so much with the equipment. I mean, my whole desk is just full of Apple stuff right now. And, you know, my life has been improved so much by the things Apple has produced and that I've taken advantage of. And what else could we have if we, if we didn't lose that great mind? Um, but honestly, that kind of applies to a lot of them. I'm, I'm just, again, looking at my notes here. Don Everly is one that I just kind of randomly scrolled to. Is that the Everly brothers? The Everly brothers. He's one of the Everly brothers. And I grew up listening to the Everly brothers as a young 10 and 12 year old and uh, even had, you know, had their albums. We had the turntable and we would we would play Everly brothers. I love those guys. Turntable. Wow. You just dated yourself. For you, yeah, young ones, that's called a record player. That's called a record player for you extra youngins. <laughs> uh, that's that them them music boxes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, you know, I don't know. I uh, more recently too, I'm a big Depeche Mode fan, and and um, we just lost uh, Fletch, and uh, who was I don't. I was not a Depeche Mode fan, very familiar with him, but not a fan. So was he the lead vocal or one of the band members? No, no, he, he was actually one who was not very active in songwriting or even the song playing. He always toured with them. And it was kind of an insider's joke about, you know, what did Fletcher do? What they called him Fletch. What did Fletch do? And, and the, the response to the insider joke is that he clapped. He'd always just clap over his head like this to the music while he was kind of finger and a keyboard off in the corner and you know everyone loved him and he he kind of had a reputation for being the guy that sort of did the business end of the band work you know kept them all together and and uh was kind of the mediator when things got a little rough um but almost 
contributed very little to the actual songwriting and producing of who Depeche Mode came to be. Uh, just sort of played a little bit of pre-recorded keyboards off in the corner. Um, probably one of the luckiest guys in the music business because I, you know, certain I don't think he could hold his own. He just happened to have a couple of great friends that brought him along for the ride. But uh, regardless, as a as a super fan of the band, uh, that was kind of that was a bummer. It, it kind of put a little bit of a timer on my favorite people now. So you think about the Everly Brothers. I grew up with them, but even as a young age, they seemed like they were just older, right? They're kind of part of that older crowd. They're they're supposed to die at some point. My my bands, Depeche Mode, they're not supposed to die yet. Yeah, because they're just about ten years older than you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the same boat with Def Leppard. Exactly. I've been a fan for, you know, pushing 40 years. And those guys are like 15 years older than me. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, and you can start, you start to see it. You're like, oh, you know. I just saw them a few months ago, by the way. Yeah. They're, they're still amazing. I, I, they haven't produced an album as good as Hysteria in 1987 since, no. you know, as good as that, in my opinion. But so I still have that. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you, you think about that. You're like, ooh, I, that one, that one will probably affect me when one of those guys goes. Yep, and it does. It, it was just kind of a bummer. Again, Fletch wasn't a kingpin of the band or a or cornerstone, maybe or keystone, I should say. But so the you know the band lives on. And we're expecting more from them. It's down to two guys now, and uh, but still, you kind of go, shoot, I could lose my favorite thing if one of those guys dies and wow, seems like that could be right around the corner. And uh, yeah, not to be too macabre about the whole thing, but yeah, you do start to reflect and go, ah, time's ticking away. I better get doing something, something fun or enjoying my life and spending time with family. Those are the things that are important to me anyway. Yeah. Or just again, how's somebody going to, how's someone going to write mine? That makes you that makes you think twice. Yeah. About the choices you make. So yep. Yeah. So has well, I mean, what's been the most unique thing that's happened since you've been doing this? I mean, I, well, I probably uh getting invited to do a podcast about it is certainly this, on the top is, of the list. <laughs> this is the pinnacle of your obituary writing career. This this is it right oh, here. Wow. <laughs> I, Pressure's on. You know, I, I, I mentioned earlier, I, I literally, I, Kyle, I got to, I, now that we're kind of talking about it, I wish I had had time today to scroll back and really see where this all started. I forget who the first person was um, of what kicked this off. But like I mentioned, I never intended this to kind of take off. It was just sort of this half joke thing about has left the building. And, uh, you know, some people didn't even understand what that meant at first. And and it's just grown to a point where people are expecting it, right? I'll, I'll post something and people are like, whew, I was waiting for you to, to post that. And I get a lot of private messages. They're, they're not always posted on the live post on Facebook. I'll get private messages that from people that will say, thank you, or great job, or I don't agree, or uh, or even just wow, you know, I've been waiting, kind of holding my breath to see your post. <laughs> and that's like, I I really kind of never intended to to be something people were even looking forward to. And 
and now I kind of feel like it's it's a little bit of an obligation. The minute I hear that someone has died, I feel like, all right, I got to stop. Hang on, everybody. Let me go over here and think for a minute. Make sure this is the right right person and uh, and type something up real quick. It's like it's like your hobby is calling you now. <laughs> yeah, and, it does that. And, and, yeah, not even intended to be a hobby, really. Just or, or what, yeah, just your thing. It's yeah. like my show here. I I've gone like two months without doing an interview, and it just starts grating on me. I'm like somebody's somebody's story. Somebody's there's something out there. A story. I got to get, get out put together. Yeah. So and I. I kind of, you know, since we started talking, actually, the last three or four weeks, um, I've actually, I, I thought, you know what I ought to do, because I, you know, I'm in the web business, too. And, and I thought, shoot, I ought to go collect all these up from Facebook and publish them out on my Catalog own site. It. Keep it as a private site, just so I can go back to my own notes without having to thumb through all the other junk that's up on Facebook. Yeah, because they're fun. And so it's sort of a, it's sort of a, uh, it was a little history. It's a little history book. Right, right. Because, yeah, it would be my own kind of thoughts and history about it and maybe even something I would pass on and because you know, yeah, some birth, birth announcements are boring. Death announcements, you've got something <laughs> to write about. Yeah, yeah. You've got something to kind of ponder, something to think about. How did they influence me and what did I do with that information? Maybe were they entertaining? Did I like them? Did I, I get a little them? political on some of these. Some yeah. of them, have been, you know, a lot of them are entertainers. Some of them are political. Some of them are just sort of business people like Steve Jobs or something that influenced me in some way. And, you know, sometimes people care and sometimes people don't. Uh, you know, I get 30 and 40 comments on some and six or eight on some and 100 on another. So it's kind of all over with people. Of yeah. who they're impressed by and who they care about. Kind of interesting. Well, that's cool. That's cool. And I, I what else haven't I asked you about this that you want to share maybe? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, <laughs> it all started as sort of an accident. So not something I ever really intended to share and kind of talk about is something, but but it has turned into something here. And, and uh, like I say, people kind of start pinging me if I haven't written something up there. Uh, within a certain time frame, people go, "Hey, where dude, where is it?" You dude, know, step it up, man. We got, we got some pressure my way, so it's become a fun thing. Actually, I, I I actually quite enjoy it, and and it's been kind of a fun thing to kind of look at some of the names that come across my feed and and that I notice and think, you know, again, just to kind of think about what did they do, what am I doing, and how do I represent this person as as far as they influenced me. It's kind of a fun thing. Shouldn't be fun because these people are dying and that's not a fun thing for them and their families. So well, it's happening anyway, so might as well make it fun. It is. Right. I, would, I agree. Like when I go, I hope people aren't I hope they're yeah, a little sad that my absence makes a difference, but I don't want to I don't want them to be all bummed out forever. Yeah. No, I wouldn't either. You know, you and that's that's probably part part of this uh, kind of a cathartic experience too. Is just saying, you know, I I hope when I go that uh, maybe there's some sorrow for a day or two, but hey, get back on your feet and go do something that I wasn't able to do. That'd be fun. Perfect. Thanks, well, man. I go. appreciate you coming on to share.
It's been fun. And uh, how can people reach you if you want them to? Maybe you don't want them to. <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah, I, you know, if uh, I wouldn't want to give my phone number out for a text message or something, but you can always direct message me on Facebook. Uh, just out there is Carrie Snowden. So, yeah, if you hear of anyone dying, shoot me a note. That's right. <laughs> so I can beat the, <laughs> I can beat, beat the press. Uh, beat the press exactly <laughs> and then uh yeah maybe i'll circle back to you if i do i'm kind of toying with the idea of putting my own website up together make it a little more of a historical thing and and just keep track of it for myself not uh, again not really to make it too formal or anything but uh that'd be maybe i'll put something up there that people can reach out to me somehow on a forum or something kind of a digital cemetery yeah there maybe. you go Ooh, there you go Dang, mic drop. <laughs> that was that's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks so much. Thank you again for listening to the Parish the Thought Show. We know you have many podcast options and appreciate that you have chosen us. If you love what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. If you hate what you hear, only tell us. You're still here? Click on the next episode for more from The Parish the Thought Show.